0: Good evening, brothers and sisters. How are y'all today? They're only sisters, huh? <laughs> I almost forgot that today there's class also. Until Billing texted me to tell me that he uh, to to arrange for transport. Stop here, yeah? Huh? Should be so. It's been three weeks, a we break for two weeks. So, uh, is it okay? Yeah. Mm. So, how is everyone? So I I see you every week. So far, never lose one leg or hand. <laughs> How about the rest? How are you doing? Okay. How about you? Okay. You okay? Hmm. Ah, Minus pain. Pain in the knee. Is it because of the weather? I do find that uh, once, like, last time there was a Dharma brother who told me that <clears throat> every five years uh, you experience a slight difference. Every five years. Yeah. So, when I was in my early 30s, late 20s, I was like, what every five years? You know, you don't think that there's any difference. Then after that, I cross 30, I cross 35, then I, eh, oh, there's yeah. a slight difference, uh? yeah. Then I cross 40, oh, really, that's a difference, uh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, you, it takes a, a bit longer to uh, get over fatigue, mm. and then you become tired faster, uh, digestion is slower, so, yeah, I have to eat less, otherwise, I'll become bigger. <laughs> uh, still
1: good.
0: But, ah? Uh, it's
1: still very good, so trim. So trim. I <laughs> <laughs> worry about the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: But that's life, ah? Uh. That's life. So, we stop here at the. Uh, yeah. Is it 12? Yeah.
1: 12. Today
0: is 12. at number 12, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah. We finish,
0: we'll finish at.
1: 11. 11.
0: Oh, we finish at number 10, I think. Okay. 11, 11 huh? Ha? 11. Have we finished 11? Yes. Ah, yeah. Tuo mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh. So far, how do y'all find this uh, this text? This is the is this the fourth semester, the fourth term, third, third term, beginning. beginning of third term, uh. So the practices of a Buddhist Sutta. Yeah. Um, have y'all been doing your the exercise? Uh, difficult, huh? Exercise to go and help people. Uh, not so easy. Yes huh? try our best. Yeah, that's good. What we can do what we cannot do So yeah. Yesterday uh, there was a person who texted me on Facebook. Uh He's a bit incongruent, yeah. Uh, so he he asks he he says that he wants to um, challenge his mind. Uh, he wants to challenge Buddhist teachers, challenge the role of Buddhist teacher. He claimed that he has sent out the challenge letter to uh, all the various Buddhist teachers, including Dalai Lama and. Kamapa <laughs> <by> or whoever <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay Yeah, so he make a lot of uh, claims and and accusations Yeah So uh, It took a long time for him to settle down to really say what he want to accuse Buddhist teachers of and he Tell me this story, that story Until finally he say um, At first he says that I'm here to learn Yeah, he says, I'm very wary when people say I'm here to learn. (laughs) Most usually people who say that they are not here to learn. (laughs) They are here to teach. But in the end, he finally admits, yeah, I'm here to teach you. Okay, okay, so what do you want to teach me? So he says that the Buddhist teachers are not uh, uh, are actually parasites doing a disservice. Of course whatever I, I share about this are uh, you'll just take it with a pinch of salt, yeah. You know, because to me he's a bit um, incongruent. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't go so far as to say that he's crazy, although from the conversation it's a bit troubling. Yeah. You know. A bit concerned about his state of mind. So in any case, despite that, there are some things that he, he asked which I thought, yeah. You know, may be of interest for us to think about. So he says, he makes accusation uh, that the Buddhist teachers uh, are teaching for... At first he say he seemed to imply, at first, he seemed to imply that Buddhist teachers teach for money. Uh, Then he keep on pressing me for an answer are you a Buddhist teacher? Uh, I teach Dharma. Am I a Buddhist teacher? (laughs) Uh, But the reason why I didn't reply directly is because I've met many people who are like that, who go around trying to, you know, stir shit, ask uh, unreasonable questions. So in any case then he said, he made uh, he made another accusation saying that Buddhist teachers teach for fame. So, so I told him, oh, then maybe you're looking for a wrong Buddhist teacher. I'm a small Buddhist monk. I don't have fame. <laughs> so, you should, I mean, you want to look for someone with fame, you should look for someone with a big temper, someone with uh, like Dala Lama, okay. Yeah. I mean, whether he wants fame or not is another thing, but he gets trust into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I thought that, despite his incongruency, uh, these questions are, are, st- are still good to ask ourselves. Yeah? Whether it's Buddhist teacher uh, or Buddhist sattvas. Yeah? Uh, for a Buddhist sattva, then you're not just a Buddhist teacher you are striving and practicing to become a teacher of gods and men. Wow, even bigger. Yeah. So, mm, so in a way, we can look at this series of questions that he, he posed. Yeah. Uh, ignore the tone, ignore the incongruency, but uh, distill it down to why do you teach? Uh, which is one of his questions. Why do you teach? So in the same way, to ask ourselves uh, why do we want to explore the Buddhist path? Yeah. Or even before that, why do we learn the dharma? Yeah. Why do we learn the dharma? Uh, for what purpose? Yeah. So think about that. Uh, because that shapes our attitude towards learning, and that in a way determines the kind of fruit you get. The kind of fruit we get. Uh, I once explained to someone this uh, because this person is a, a great fan of the Wu Zetian. You know the four verses. Wu Sang Wan Yu. Wen so these four verses, it is in in all the Chinese uh, sutra. Uh, when they print it out, they print this as a preamble. Yeah. Um, For better or verse is there? Yeah. And it serves as a reminder, our attitude towards learning the Dharma. Yeah. To to appreciate the the vastness and the immenseness of the teachings and the rarity the scarceness of the teaching yeah. so yeah, if we were to approach the Dharma uh, with this mindset that we learn it uh, in order to um, appreciate to discover the wisdom behind it yeah, then it is useful um, when I was much much younger, um, a part of me also knows that. But a part of me, sometimes we learn dharma to argue with people. Yeah, when I was much younger, you, you better don't come my way. <laughs> yeah, uh, quite argumentative. Mm. And it, in part, it's because of our training in school. Yeah, we're trained to. Consider in an argumentative way, yeah, to look at the pros and cons. Oh, come, come, take a seat. Mm. So, uh, if a person were to learn the dharma in that way, the benefit. Oh, take a seat. There are some anti-cushions. Yeah, there are some <coughs> people who may approach learning dharma that way. Uh, if a person were to approach the dharma that way then the benefit may be limited yeah. uh, it it may uh, it may mean that because the intent is shaped in that way so as a result even though he the person receives the precious uh, teaching the person use it to go around looking for people to argue Yeah. Which, unfortunately, is what I think uh, the person on Facebook is doing. Yeah. Uh, you are new to this class. Are you uh, new to the, this class? I, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't say anything. I just dropped by. Oh, it's okay. It's Welcome. Okay. No oh. problem. See. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just that if you are new, then I may want to give you a bit of a background of what we are learning here oh. uh, so that you don't get lost. Huh? Oh. So this... Uh, this is a series of classes called the uh, the original term the Chinese name is Ru Pusa Singlut yeah uh, the Sanskrit is I think Bodhicaryavatara uh, Sastra yeah so it is it is uh, also translated as um, the the way of the Bodhisattva practices. Yeah. Or a guide to a Bodhisattva way of life. Yeah. yeah. So it, the whole this whole commentary circles around uh, the Buddhist path. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with what uh, is yes. It's yes. I mean more or I mean, less. But no and there. Okay. Not nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, good, good. Uh, I'm also not expert <laughs> so then at least I don't feel so pressure if you are expert then I have to take a s- side seat then you sit here not even novice, uh. Okay. Uh, not okay. much, uh. uh, if you are not even novice then they will not be so stressed because they are also not <laughs> even novice <laughs> so we are all in the same boat <clears throat> so similarly um, if you consider the truth, the teaching. Uh, someone asked me in on Tuesday, like, uh, why would anyone, after like learning the Dharma, realizing the emptiness of things, why would anyone want to go and liberate sentient beings? Yeah, of course at. At the onset, when you think about this question, is that uh, what kind of question is that? Enlightened ones, liberate sentient beings, that's to be expected, right? Mm. Uh, so, if you consider, um, when you when we learn through the Shravaka path, we also learn about suffering, we learn about the impermanence of all things, yeah, and from there. You give rise; it gives rise to revulsion, give rise to renunciation, dispassion, and then ultimately uh, enlightenment, liberation. So this is the path of the Sravaka. For the for the Bodhisattva, uh, they they learn this also. Yeah, for Bodhisattvas we learn this also, but we don't just direct that towards this body we direct this to the suffering of sentiment. Yeah. So when you see your own suffering, when you see this body, the, the this existence, that there is suffering, when there is attachment, then it gives rise to revulsion, yeah? dispassion, renunciation. But when you see others with suffering, then it gives rise to compassion. Yeah. So the same wisdom, it depends on how you use it. Yeah, depends on how you use it. And then, then it makes sense why um, in all the different sutras it highlights that the initial intention, intent. Yeah, right at the start of this text, it talk about two kinds of buddhicitta. Yeah. Let's have a recap. The first type, intent. Second type, action. Yeah. the two kinds of buddhicitta. And the intent of buddhicitta is the wish to attain enlightenment in order to liberate sentient beings. So, uh, this is very crucial because then whatever you encounter, whatever you learn, whatever qualities you master or seek to develop, uh, it is with this in mind. Just like a mother when the mother go to the supermarket or a normal person go to the super, supermarket the intent is different yeah a normal person who is single goes to the supermarket looking for things that they like the mother goes to the supermarket can cannot remember what she likes only think about what the children like yeah so as a result buy all the things that the children like yeah so <clears throat> similarly for the Buddhist yeah, uh, with respect to all the practices, um, not directed towards themselves, but through that process, they themselves get cultivated. Yeah, so it's a very interesting, very different approach compared to our day-to-day life. Huh? So uh, this is the third third term, and uh, we have covered up to this, I think this is uh, chapter 4, right? Yeah, chapter 4, then verse uh, 11 has been covered, so verse 12 today. So usually I will read the Chinese text, then we explain oh. explain. Yeah. So, and this text is by uh, Shantideva. Uh, by Shantideva. Gu ru suo li shi, gong xing boom mm. thing so uh, so there's a whole series of gu yeah so from the the ones on top yeah, that's mentioned about how if a person were to declare to take up the Buddhist vow, and then after that discard the, the intent. yeah. That means you claim to be a Bodhisattva, but you don't fulfill that. Oh, the consequences is very grief. Yeah? Uh, why? Because the moment you make such a declaration, it is like the five precepts. Yeah. When we think the five precepts, we usually think about oh, just ourselves, Oh, I cannot do this, I cannot do that. But the five precepts is not about you not being able to do this or that, but that you are making a promise to all sentient beings. All sentient beings will be free of fear of harm from you. Yeah. Fear of death from you is taken out. Fear of death from you is taken out. Fear of sexual misconduct from you is taken out. Fear of lying, yeah, of falsehood from you is taken out. Yeah. So similarly for Bodhicitta, when a Bodhisattva up the challenge the, the vow the bodhisattva vow then to all sentient beings it is a call yeah it is a call that wait for me yeah don't do not despair do not worry yeah that's hope <laughs> yeah I'll be attaining Buddhahood mm. there'll be someone well it's now getting very dark but I will return with a torch yeah wait for me I'll be back <laughs> Uh, then after that, wait, 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 wait. Then you go, go take a detour, go to the cinema, watch movie. Then after that, walk well, halfway, uh, you go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so in the earlier verses, there's mentioned about how if a sattva were to go back on his vows, then there are dire consequences. Yeah. First and foremost, sentient beings are suffering. Yeah. So here, Guru Shi so hence, according to the vows that one has uh, has made, Sing, yeah, I shall, I shall respectfully, uh, with reverence, um, carry it out. Yeah, I shall practice accordingly. In other words, yeah. I make a vow uh, to not forsake all sentient beings. Ah, yes, I shall. Do it earnestly, respectfully. Uh, I make a vow uh, to practice patience. Uh, No matter how many times sentient beings uh, uh, reject my offer to help, reject my kind advice, I shall have patience to repeat again. I make a vow to uh, put in effort yeah? to remove my own defilements I shall work against my defilements I shall not give up as tempting as it is to give up I shall not give up yeah? and so on all the different perfections yeah? and it's not limited to the six perfections all the different perfections mm. so to so it's not it's not the, it's not the uh, uh, like discount yeah. yeah so don't don't be mistaken sounds like yeah this is about um. Uh, that if from this this day on, yeah, if I don't put in that kind of zeal, that kind of effort, yeah, then for sure I will go downwards. Yeah, I will digress I will I will drop into the lower states. Mm. Um, again, um, in the past, when I read some of the books on karma. It is like uh, uh, like last time we used to call it like bowing uh, yeah then as I l- listen to more Dharma talks eh, then I find that the venerables they use a different term who yeah. yeah. Colloquial speak yeah uh, we tend to hear the word bao ying. Yeah. And it seems to have that connotation that it is a like a punishment and then in English sometimes they translate it as retribution the connotation in retribution is oh you do this so you get your just desserts yeah it's like a punishment Um, over the years I start to see uh, see this a bit differently for example, if you if you overeat and then you get stomach, is it a punishment? No. It's just a consequence. Yeah. And if you always eat more than what you need, then gradually you become fatter. Is it a punishment for eating more? No. Yeah? It is just the way it is. You do this, you get that result. Yeah. Yeah, so If we look at karma, karma actually is amoral. Although there's morality in it, but it's actually amoral. The law of karma. The law of karma isn't exactly trying to punish us or reward us or anything. You do this, then there are certain results. You do that, you get certain results. Similarly here, if a bodhisattva were to um, forsake his path yeah? uh, do not put in zeal and effort uh, is it the buddhas who go around you know with a stick yeah, like the inche in the army going around looking at all the bodhisattvas, yeah you know quite yeah no but rather the the buddhisattva going against their own vows yeah that action itself is harmful yeah? it could go- In other words, you are, as one of the verse, earlier verse says, you are actually lying. Yeah. In a way, you are lying. Uh, I like how one senior monk once said, says, uh, whenever we do harmful things, we are actually hurting ourselves. Yeah. When you harm others, you need to have the harmful intent. Yeah. To arise in you, yeah, that that harmful intent to arise in you, yeah. So the first person you hurt is before you even hurt that person is yourself, yeah. So similarly for this, yeah. Well, when a person if um, take up the bodhisattva bound, bodhicitta arises. Well, it's very wholesome. There's a lot of merits to that, yeah. But then tear it out. Yeah. You you actually need a correspondingly very harmful <coughs> uh, mental state to actually cut it. Rao yi song the for so uh, <laughs> so in the process of uh, of striving towards Buddhahood yes anything is the is the text again of Oh yeah, uh, one of you s- passed me uh, uh, another translation. Yeah, I haven't uh, used the new translation yet. Yeah, I think the the new translate the one that we have been using. Uh, s- some of the fellow students were saying that the translation is very obscure. Yeah, so uh, someone sent me a different translation. Yeah, I will probably. Put it in, then you can take a look at the new one. Yeah, it can probably be quite helpful. helpful.饶益众有情，无量佛以逝. So this is to pass away. Yeah. So, so um, uh, in the in the process of uh striving towards enlightenment, we uh, we have benefited um, many sentient beings yeah but in the process uh, through that process uh, how long is it uh, so through the course of the many buddhas uh, coming and going yeah. um, in some of the texts it highlights how long it takes before Buddha will arise. Yeah. Do you know when Maitreya Bodhisattva is coming? Huh? How many thousand years? Eons. Eons. Huh? <laughs> oh, that long? Huh? Uh, some, some say that it's like eons. Some say that uh, in a few thousand years uh, but uh, in, in the text, in the sutra, it says that at a time when Maitreya Bodhisattva arrived uh, the lifespan of sentient beings, of human beings, will be 8,4000 uh, that means 84,000 years long uh, average lifespan so, you can go and calculate uh, if we were to if we were to now start to cultivate the wholesome qualities yeah, but it, it means everybody must do it. Uh. And if everybody do it if you follow one of the Pali Kandan Sutta, it says when everybody observe purity of, uh, let's say um, the first percent yeah, then everybody lifespan will increase by by like double so double 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 so like now we are hundred years old average maybe 80 plus so let's say it's hundred so you double that it comes 200 so one time double that 400 800 16 uh, eh? 1600 thousand six then three thousand two Six thousand four hundred and twelve thousand eight twelve thousand eight, correct? Yeah, then uh, how much? two thousand twenty five thousand six hundred then twenty five hundred fifty one thousand two hundred, then one more time. Yeah, roughly there. Oh, so not so not so late, huh? um, um, um. Yeah, less than 10 times yeah less than 10 times yeah the trouble is how to convince everybody to observe the precepts <laughs> how to convince everybody hmm <coughs> so yeah so in that process it's a very long time yeah ran wo ing si go yeah wait for Hua Yu so even though it has been a long time since I've been this is Shantideva's uh, reflection uh, that even though the Bodhisattva has been uh, striving for the welfare and benefit of sentient beings for a long time over so many Buddhas coming and going but because of the uh, wrong or, or, shortcomings in the past. Yeah, this C, so the word C here is the past. Yeah, so, so despite putting in all the effort to help a lot of people, but because of the, the wrong, the the past deeds. Yeah, I. Have yet to be transformed, to be um, taught by the Buddha. <coughs> Here it doesn't mean that this bodhisattva never learned from the Buddha, but learned but not transformed. Yeah. Learned but not transformed. Mm. There are many people who met the Buddha as well but not all of them learn from the Buddha. Yeah. Uh, take the Buddha's uh, disciple for example. Venerable Sariputra, uh, he is a great arahan. Yeah. He is the chief disciple, chief in um, wisdom. But his mother, his mother appeared in a few sutras, yeah, uh, but every time his mother, whenever his mother meet the meet him, yeah, the mother would criticize him. Imagine your son is an arhats. What is that to criticize? You know, still criticize and insult him, yeah. Because the mother don't believe in Buddhism, yeah. He's, she's not a Buddhist. Only until towards the end when Venerable Sariputra was going to pass away, then he chose to go back to his mother's place to pass away. Mm. So he went to uh, the, the room that he was born in, then he stayed there for the night. Um, and he did this for a purpose. Yeah. He thought, ah, my mother has not been, uh, is still not an arahant, has not even learned the Dharma. So, if he were to pass away like that, people will have doubts about the teachings. Ah, Arahant, so what the mother is. <laughs> yeah, so, he decided to go back, spend the night there, knowing fully clear that when he passed away, all the different gods will come and pay respect to him. Yeah. So, by doing that, throughout the whole night, various gods arrive, pay respect to him. And then take leave and went off. Yeah. And the mother was uh, was astounded. Yeah. Uh, the mother saw uh, all the different beings arrive, and some he was she was able to see. Some she just saw as light and so on. So, towards the the end of the night, uh, when he and he was gonna pass away. Then the mother came in and asked, like, wow, last night there are a lot of people who come up. <laughs> who are they? So Varaprasad Sariputra told her, this is so and so, that is so and so, until the last one was Brahma, yeah, and the one that you pray to, you know, the one that you worship. Oh, then he was, she was so impressed. Wow, if. If even my son uh, passing away that Brahma the God I worship come and pay respect to him then what more of his teacher mm. so Venerable Sariputra after reading her, her, her mind yeah, knowing that she is convinced already then told her okay now leave the room mm. ask her to leave the room and then he went into samadhi, he went to jhana and then entered Parinipana. Yeah. Knowing that she is firmly established in the Dharma already. Yeah. That's the difference between Arahant as, and normal teachers. Huh? Arahants, once the job is done, okay, count him okay. Nothing will stop already. Okay, enough. Yeah. So again, uh, this translation used some terms which I don't really fancy. Uh, terms like sins. Yeah, as I've explained before, uh, while, while many people loo- use it very loosely, but in the Buddhist text, we cannot use it as loosely. Yeah? In normal speech, people, sometimes, will, will just use the word sin very loosely. Like we will say, that a dessert that is very rich, we'll say, "Wow, this is very sinful." Yeah, yeah. But there's actually religious connotation to this term. Yeah, uh, the word "sin" in Judeo-Christianity Christ- it means defiance against God. Yeah, defiance against God's will. So in Buddhism, there's no such a concept. Yeah? because the Buddha don't claim to be God. He is not God. Yeah, he is Buddha, awakened. Uh, so in Buddhism, when we when we say that something is wholesome or unwholesome, it is not so much that it's a defiance against him, yeah, no, but more about that your intent is unwholesome, yeah, your intent is rooted in unwholesomeness. That's what makes it unwholesome. Yeah. So. Here I would not use the word sins but either wrongdoing or fault. Yeah. So verse 14. Ruo jing yi be 被害, high, this sorry. 歌, so, Yi Fan, Yeah. So, uh, oh, this, this may be quite, uh, Quite a, uh uncomfortable thing to, to read about. Ruo jing yi fan. So now, um, dependent on our past misdeeds. Yeah. Uh, many times, Buddhists want to know Shifu, how do we purify our past karma? Yeah, this is a common request. Can you help us to purify our past karma? Uh, <coughs> but here it says, "如是将反复." Yeah. So the 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 challenge or the trouble here is that our past deeds, yeah, our past deeds, uh, are we ready to put them aside? We want. Buddha to forgive our our past deeds, but if we are still holding on to our past deeds, meaning we are still going to repeat them, then who are we to ask anyone to forgive? Yeah. So this verse here is that um, just now we talk about because of past wrongs or past deeds that's wrong then even though for so long we have been benefiting sentient beings we have not been transformed through the Buddha's teaching so here yeah, so because of past wrongdoings uh, we repeat them again yeah? Yeah? In, the, in the same way we, we, do it again. Huh? we do it again we do it again we do it again then, what will happen? Uh qi. So this E-Qi. Uh, this Qi, as I explained before, this is usually translated as destination. Uh, in particular, it um, in the earlier text, earlier Pali Canon, you will see that this is usually referring to the Wu-Qi. So... The human and heavenly rebirth yeah, or destination than the three lower destinations. So this word qi, uh, we sometimes translate it as um, in- inclination. Yeah, How your mind inclined towards this, inclined towards this. Yeah? So there's a teaching on karma again. It says, if you want to know your past life, how it was, look at your present life. Yeah. If you want to see your future life, look at your present life.
1: Hmm.
0: Based on what you have done in the past, then it shapes your present. Based on your present actions, so one is the result. Your present results reflect on past actions. Then your present actions will determine your future results. Yeah. So uh, this urge, uh, the inclination of the mind. Yeah. yeah. So if we were to check our mind every day, uh, then we can we, we can throughout the whole day, if we check all that very frequently, not every time but very frequently, then we have the confidence. Ah, my mind is pure to this degree. Then to this degree, uh, we are safe. So, uh, how many of you are doing the meditation check-in already? Some of you, one, two. Uh, the rest, yeah, you all haven't heard of it. So I want to spread the love to this class also. Yeah. So in the other classes, I introduced to them. Uh, I started on Sunday to introduce to them this very interesting exercise. So, throughout the day, uh, try to find some time to meditate. Yeah. And when you find time to meditate, what must you do? Then, uh, send me a WhatsApp. Yeah. Send me a WhatsApp. I will send you a link to add yourself to a chat group it's a Buddhist chat group then next time when you want to meditate you just post over there Shifu uh, meditate how many minutes yeah so we have started we just started on Sunday and the effect was tremendous yeah because every day in the morning there will be a series of people who will check in Uh, then once in a while you see someone new also texting Uh, Okay, meditating ten minutes, meditating twenty minutes here, half an hour here, forty minutes there. Yeah, so it's quite um, encouraging. Yeah. Because sometimes in Buddhism, we we may tend to feel like, oh ah, yeah, we are just doing all these practices our on our own, you know, all alone. Yeah. Uh, for some people, you don't need that motivation. Yeah. For some people, every day, like clockwork, wake up meditate for two hours, then go to work. Then, uh, over lunch, well, eat mindfully. You know, uh, then, after that, 15 minutes left, well, go and meditate in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, then at night, before you, uh, when you go back home, bathe and then before dinner, well, meditate 15 minutes. Then have a light dinner. Then after that, well, maybe uh, go to YouTube, listen to dharma talk, then read dharma books, then after that do some chanting. Then if you do that, might as well become a monk or nun, you
1: know.
0: <laughs> 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 Why be so hard on yourself? <laughs> if you are so into that, just do full time. Eh? You can do that the whole day. Yeah, think about it. If a lay person, besides work. Then he he or she devote all his he or his time to or her time to dharma <coughs> work and dharma cultivation. It it's not a bad thing. But for those who try that, you may find that uh, your friends and family are not so understanding. They may wonder, hey, are you okay or not? Yeah, sing can be,比较迷信哈. Yeah, some people say, because to, to most people they cannot understand. Like after the whole day's work, why are you so hard working? Yeah. Because for themselves they have not experienced the joy of Dharma cultivation. Yeah. So it is incomprehensible. Yeah. So whereas if a person were to uh, were to experience some joy from learning Dharma or the practices, uh, then it becomes a motivation. Yeah. So uh, think about it. Yeah. You, if you are already doing your own practice, I don't want to disturb you. Yeah. You can just do your own bad practices. But if you f- feel like, hey, how about g- g- having some, um, uh, you know, experiencing a bit of that community cultivation, kongsiu. This is the virtual Kong Yeah. But. Not that people just text virtually and then don't do do. I'm trusting that. I mean, who is going to lie about this? You know. Yeah. So it's quite um, heartening. Yeah. Every day you see, wow, a whole bunch of people texting. Yeah. Meditating now, ten minutes. Wow, quick quickly. So if you can do that regularly, then you know the inclination of your mind. So here, So <laughs> Yeah, so the uh, this e is opposed to sun. Yeah. Sun e. so uh, in the translation work that I'm doing with my Dharma brother, uh, sometimes usually in normal speech, sun e, very easy, yeah, good and evil. Yeah. Then we realize that there are some implications. Yeah. Uh, is good and evil the best thing? Best translation? Or should it be good and bad? Good destination and bad destination. Or should it be wholesome and unwholesome? So, opposed to a is sun. Sun is wholesome. So sometimes this word, depending on the original phrase, uh, we have to go and check the original Sanskrit term. If it's uh, Akusala, uh, then it's unwholesome and straightforward. Yeah. So, um, here it's actually very interesting because it's talking about how if you have certain inclination of your mind, then it will lead you to those destinations that is are painful. Yeah. So, in this case, those uh, unwholesome inclination of the mind leads to Painful destination, yeah, and this is what will happen for those who uh, have a repeat, yeah, keep repeating the the past wrong deeds. Mm. Mm. yeah, so you will be reborn in the uh, the, the unwholesome. Destination or the painful destination, and within that destination, you will experience. uh, Uh This I have already, in a way, repaired this machine. I mean, make use of this special function. Hang on, uh. where is that special function? Let me how come the screen is. Yeah. Mm? Select this. Okay, too bad, cannot select. Mm. So, how? Oh. So, within the lower realms, uh, in particular, if you consider hell realm, yeah, there's there are a lot of descriptions of all the different pains and sufferings. Yeah, but here, in particular, talking about. Um, uh yeah. so it is like uh, being bounded yeah uh, the suffering from being bounded and so on yeah and then the last part is the yeah being cut up yeah being cut up mm, being cut up yeah uh, i remember there are some description that my teacher said. So there's this uh, yeah, then Jianling uh, so mountain of sorts of knife yeah, then forest of sorts. So the description is that uh, the person uh, depending on the different Karma. So the description in that we uh, can remember is the person is filled with so much desire. So he sees uh, a mountain, and then on top of the mountain is the object of desire, yeah, manifested through his own karma. So because of that strong desire, he climbs up the mountain. But the mountain is not an ordinary mountain. The mountain is actually it's not rock. It's filled with Blades of swords, of knife. Yeah. So imagine the 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 blade is facing out the cutting edge. Then you went climb. Oh, you climb, 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 cut, cut. Then after after that perishing, then or let's say if somehow you manage to survive, you climb all the way up or wow. sunken Then after that. When you reach there, the object disappears. Object appear down. Then climb down again uh, until you perish. Then after that wind blow on a turn of the cycle, then you appear again. You climb again. The description of hell. Then another one is the forest. Forest there are a lot of forage, right? A lot of leaves and trees uh, but the leaves and trees the leaf uh, and the plants are different types all the leaves are like uh, sword with blades so again this person see an object of the desire at the other side of the forest so wow chong and as he run through his shredded cut some of this description but uh, it, the so the, the interesting thing about this description is that uh, usually we hear about the description of hell as a person being punished by hell warden the hell warden will hold you down and do this to them but that description is very interesting that it is, the things are there but if you don't move you are not hurt but a person is driven by so much desire, he, he does it to himself. Yeah. If you look at our own, this real life, sometimes you see your friends or family doing things to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No one is punishing them, but they themselves punish themselves. With their mindset, they punish themselves. They feel like everybody around is against them. So, So, just like uh, the Buddha arising in this world ru uh, sing for the sake so that for those who to to have the faith in the Buddha Dharma, uh, such a such such cultivation is not easy to have so, it's, this is like the verse we are more familiar with. Uh, yeah. Not easy to have uh, the human rebirth, not easy to encounter the arising of the Tathagata, not easy to hear of the Buddha's teaching, Yeah, but we have all that. So, um, again, this is linked from the earlier verses, that uh, if you do not watch over your own practices, yeah, put, don't put in effort to to change yourself, then you can go through a long time thinking that you are a bodhisattva, helping a lot of people. But in the end, you never transform yourself. So then you have to ask yourself, this is such a rare opportunity to learn the Dharma. Yeah? So when do you think this will happen again? When will this happen again? So Chongsu So uh, this this is a reflection on the the impermanence of our life that although at this point in time we may be healthy. Are you all healthy? Besides her, her leg. Uh, so, yeah. so we have enough to eat. Did you have enough to eat today? Mm. Good. Yeah. Uh, last time I used to wonder, how come all the all the uncle auntie when they meet each other always ask each other, Ciababay. Throughout the day, morning Ciababay. after lunch Ciababay. afternoon Ciababay. at night Ciababay. whole day keep asking <laughs> Yeah, last time I don't understand. Then at some point some something clicked. Then it occurred to me that, yeah, this this way of greeting started off because. In the much earlier days um, uh, it was a very kind form of greeting yeah because in the past uh, people are concerned about having a full meal Mm. so asking about that is a way to care for that person that you are caring for their well-being people in the past even if there's iPhone 7 you don't have to ask them, Hey, do you get a new iPhone 7? iPhone <laughs> 7. You know? But nowadays, they all ask each other, you know what do? Y'all do? Y'all still do? Really? Y'all don't look so old? I mean, my mother... Do you ask people chapabe? You also you also ah? <laughs> So next time I should. Good evening, brothers and sisters. Chapabe. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, sometimes I meet other venerables, and they don't ask chapabe. So sometimes they ask. Uh, how busy? Uh, busy, busy. Uh, gone overseas. <laughs> so a few variables we would always ask uh, each other: like, "Gone overseas? too gone." So I'm like, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking like, uh, is this is this a common thing that you know that we must go overseas? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we are, we have enough to eat, we're healthy and we are not hurt in any ways. Yeah? But um, So uh however our our lifespan can come to an end just within an instant just within an instant. Uh, hmm. So this last part Sun Yu Shini ni Chi. So this term itself is means a very small uh, the the previous words is Chana, then this one is she ni. Both are very small, my moment of time. Yeah, Yeah. very, very short time. So, uh, I want to do an exercise with you. I want to show you something. So, let me see, huh? Okay. Okay, so... Uh So this is this should be 10 huh? yeah is it 10? I think it should be 10 so let me see where is the color how come the screen looks very different Is the color? no let me see, Uh, the one that we have used should be red colour each bar represents 10 years. Yeah. So each square represents one year. Yeah. Is it too big or too small? Can you all see it? Can I? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. The background color, red text. Where is the table color? how to draw the lines? Where is the line? This is merge. This is red text. This is row operation. How come the icon all looks so strange? Give me a minute try to see whether I can change the icon to something that looks more normal the table, okay, now I'm right here. So, uh, anybody would like to volunteer for this exercise? <laughs> okay, so how old do we go to Premier 1? 7 years old. So this 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Seven, then six years. One, two, three, four. Okay. So this is six, six years of study. Premier school. Then <coughs> secondary school. Four years. Four years of secondary school. then how many years of study after that JC two years junior college let's say I mean some go to poly, some go to JC now this hard to say then let's say for myself since there are more more ladies we don't go to NS huh? okay so then what do you all do after that study University How many years? Three years? Four years? Uh, How many years?
1: Uh,
0: Three years? Okay. Three years. Yeah, depend on. Let's say you take four years, uh, professional degree. Okay. Then you start work so this is already in the 30s 20 something eh? so long ah? is this, correct, ah? this is correct this 10 20 oh, this 20 something yeah. the third row is the 20 something so work, 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 work. so work until in your 40s Yeah. so this is still 30s <coughs> Is this 30s yeah so you work all the way until your 30s so this is still green, nice and green. This will be another colour. Let's use grey instead so that it shows that it's a grey part of our life. So what is this? What does this mean? Do you know what this means? So let's say a person spend the first ten years, yeah, seven years before that nursery whatever, then go for primary school, secondary school, JC, university, then. Continue to work, so spend 30 years. Okay, so let's say this is uh, also green. Okay, so if a person is at 30 years old, 30 years old, this is how the life looks like. (coughs) Yeah, for female. You all have an advantage. You have five more square here, extra square. Yeah, this ex- this is the difference between male and female in Singapore. You all will live five years longer than us. How about this part here? Maybe you will live longer. Maybe you will live shorter. Yeah, but let's say average, most people don't live that long. then so you have so much of your life left a friend of mine uh, an ex colleague he he shared this with me and he said but not everybody lives up to 85 years old then he he listed out different different famous people they didn't live up to they didn't live up to 80 years old those, those famous people who didn't live up to 80 years old Then those famous people who didn't live up to 70 years old those famous people who didn't live up to 60 years old do you know What is his name? uh? Do you know Steve Jobs? How old was Steve Jobs when he passed away? 55? Search. Let's see who can search faster. Steve Jobs. Yes. Done. Done. Steve Jobs. 56. He passed away at 56. He was born in 1955. Yeah. So this is uh, this is the reality of life. So this is 11, 1, 10, uh, 11, 21, 31, 41, 51, 56 years old. Two, 3, 4, 5, 6 or oh, he died here but this is this looks not bad now, still have quite a lot right, still quite good but for me, you know where I am now I'm already for The red colour means that you have used them up already. Wow. (laughs) If I somehow die at the age of 56, like Steve Jobs, I have 12 years left. (laughs) Yeah. But statistically speaking, mm, good news. Don't know whether it's good news, but statistically speaking, I will live until like this. So this 41, eight. This is 50, 51, 61, 71. Yeah. So this, uh, this uh, all the way to 80. Yes. So statistically speaking, I'm left with this much of my life, and this up to 80 years old, you know. 80 like yeah statistically speaking men in Singapore average lifespan 80 years old I'm already past 40 past the 50% mark already yeah and at the same time all these squares is not certain you know the red colour square is used up, so it's certain, already used. It's yours already. You use it, use it already. The green colour square is your potential future. But it's not certain, you know. <laughs> not certain. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I think about this, then I, I don't want to waste time arguing people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do, then you do want to then you learn to prioritize it's about prioritization if each year you can accomplish one task yeah do you want to wait until the very last square then you're going to accomplish it yeah or for that matter do you want to wait until the the last the last row? yeah, yeah you don't want to I, only, I don't have that many rules left you know
1: mm. huh
0: yeah. did I calculate correctly 40 50 60 70 yeah it's true no it's really my life left goodness ok uh, future class or cancer I want to go to a sun sun
1: yearling
0: it's really that the, the the cold truth you know the hard cold truth for me after my JC here then I spent two and a half years two and a half years serving the nation and as dark green colour army then of course hard to draw two and a half years so I'm going to just draw like that then after that, I have uh, university studies. So by the time I finished, was 25. 24, 25. 24, 25. So it should be twenty-four, twenty-five. So uh, by the time I ordained, I was 29. Yeah, twenty-nine. So what do you want? Oh. So twenty-nine is here. Okay. So I work for about eh? Should be five years. I'll ah? come it's like that. Okay, like that. Hmm. That's half half here. So I'm gonna lock up here. It's gonna put blue color. Okay. Blue color represents my corporate work life. <coughs> Also quite short, but learned a lot of things. Had a lot of fun. Enough. Okay then. So this is actually just three months there. Yeah. Then this is this year. Almost halfway already. Yeah. So close to fifteen, around fifteen years. Mm. Quite scary, yeah. Huh? So y'all can do this exercise. Yeah. Draw it out and then shade yourself. Yeah. It's one whole block. It's not so scary. Yeah. I'm trying to find the table line. I cannot find it here today. If I can find you, will see it as actual squares. It's even scarier. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot find it format where's the table table cells cells cell borders yes border yes very good (laughs) so now you can go and count your life how many more squares do you want to use up to do what you are doing Mm. for female that's I mean I'm not saying that you're all my age some more some less yeah so, for some of you, let me count. This is forty something, fifty something, sixty something. Wow, last liner <coughs> last one and a half line. Okay. <laughs> wow. mm, when I was when I was in primary school, over around here, maybe before primary and primary, uh, I spent a lot of time watching my mom do housework. Then I recall, whenever she's doing ironing, I'll be helping out, sitting there. Then i look at her, then I'll tell her, Ma, this is old. Now bear in mind, I'm now here, so it's 10, 20, 30, 35 years ago. So... 10, 20, 30, 35 years ago. So my mom was only in her early 30s, maybe. Yeah. Late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. But somehow I looked at her, ah, yeah, it's now. Now I really feel, yeah, really old Really here. This is where my mom is. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> our life is so short this is how long our life is 80, 85 and that's the green colour remember the green colour squares are not a given yeah, it's not a certainty only the squares that are used is already certain used are already so you can ask yourself what can you do in a year you can actually do a lot of things in a year Yeah. Uh, in this society um, most of us don't own land yeah, we don't own land where we can grow our own food Yeah, so we have to work so work is a necessity yeah. uh, so you have to work but beyond work What else do you want to do with your life? What else do you want to do with your life? Because it's actually very fleeting. Very short. So think about it. Hey, back to this. The first character is why is it? What is the first character? Is it Row put the Ranson fa san fa So uh, so based on the way we we act uh it may not be easy to get the human rebirth again. Uh, and if we do not get the human rebirth, then it's hard to cultivate, um, cultivate wholesome actions. Yeah? Hard to cultivate wholesome actions. Uh, the human life in Buddhism is as extolled as being very precious. Yeah? Because the, as a human being, we have the intellect, we have the wisdom, where the capacity to understand the teachings and to do good. The lower realms, starting from hell realm, hell realm, you are just suffering. You are either suffering or having a respite from suffering. So you have no chance to really do any good. Yeah, no capacity. The animal realm. Um, it depends. Yeah, but animal realms, the beings in the animal realm uh, are there because of much delusion. Yeah. So, in the teachings, it usually states the beings in the animal realm not having the capacity to uh, fully comprehend the teachings. Yeah. But at the same time, we can see from the Buddha's own past life. Yeah. For him as a Bodhisattva, even when he takes the form Take rebirth as uh, an, an animal. He was able to do a lot of good as well. As a matter of fact, through YouTube and Facebook, you can see a lot of videos about creatures, animals, yeah, where they actually care for one another. But that's the exception to the rule. Yeah, the life of an animal. Uh, most animals die before birth. Yeah, majority of animals actually die before birth. I'm not talking about the farmer. I'm talking about nature. Yeah. In nature, most animals die before childbirth. Yeah. Before their birth. In particular, if they are, um, if they are, let's say, like. If they are born through eggs, yeah, because being born through eggs is the the uh, you just have to walk, go and watch Discovery Channel, you'll know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the especially those that lay a lot of eggs. Mm. Usually, when they lay a lot of eggs, is because a lot of eggs will be eaten up. Mm. So, what happened to those? eggs that are eaten up. The being die. And sometimes you see the documentary, you can s- see that the the, the the snake or the monitor lizard go and eat the eggs. Then you... And then the egg, some are totally just newly hatched, I mean newly born or newly laid. Some are half-formed than the, the chick inside yeah. All, all types very scary Yeah. throughout the whole animal kingdom just uh, no no moment of rest so some people ask how about pets mm. so if you are reborn in an animal realm it doesn't mean that you don't have any merits yeah. so one of the venerable ever said if you don't cultivate uh, wisdom, you cultivate a lot of merits. But a person have merits without wisdom, a high chance to be born in the lower realm as an animal, as a pet. <laughs> yeah, so you have a lot of merits. Wow, people look at you. Mm, very cute. So take care of you. Yeah, give you food. Yeah. Uh, once a year, students from SBF were invited. Myself and friendship Ren to faster uh, to their place for New Year gathering. Yeah, different batches all come together. Uh, what strikes me about the, the the students' place is their house is three stories. Yeah, those I think is uh, semi-detached, so three story high. So the the student uh, has a pet, cats. Yeah, a cat. So the owner has three story high, the cat also has a cage that is three story. Yeah. It had, it, I'm not kidding, a three story that with interconnecting tubes and whatever, so it can run around inside the three-story cage. So yeah, so this is a in Buddhism we say this is the results of the merits. Yeah, but whole day uh, Sometimes I I walk past animals and I look look at them. Yeah, only only one two concerns: stay alive and eat, and maybe breed. Yeah, three things to do. Don't don't think much. and especially those uh, let's say pets, whole day just waiting to be fed. Don't do anything else. Just sit there and wait for the owner to come and feed so uh, hungry goes wrong then we don't have to even consider yeah, uh, insatiable desires yeah, uh, resulting from the past karma of stinginess attachment and niggliness yeah. so if you are if a person is reborn in the lower realm, then very hard to cultivate. Mm. But I must also highlight, sometimes when we look at this text, it becomes very fearful. So for some Buddhists, they they start to feel very stressed. Uh, But in fact, as a human being, especially in Singapore, if you learn enough Dharma and you do enough practices, uh, not that difficult to have a human rebirth also. Not that difficult. Yeah. The uh in, in some ways the higher it's not it's not a slim chance. The trouble is how many people want to cultivate? So with respect to the number of people who want to cultivate. Uh, that is a slim chance. Why? Because very few people want to cultivate. You see, um, this is not like, uh, like, let's say, in in school, yeah, in in university, they will moderate the the grades. Yeah, if if let's say out of the whole cohort. Uh, 25 percent 50 percent of the cohort all get 80 points then does it mean that 80 50 percent of the students will all get A's no they will moderate so after moderation maybe only uh, 15 percent of the cohort or 25 percent will get A then 10 percent will get distinction and so on Uh, but in in terms of karma uh, you don't have to worry you don't have to worry that yeah so many people come for Dharma class, so many people cultivate, oh, then later Buddha do moderation. Then by right I can you know, be born as a human being, but too many people have the merits to be human. Then I get pushed down, then I go and become hungry ghost. And what did one hungry ghost say to the other one? Too bad moderation. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't work that way. As long as you if you have the merits, if you have the right view, if you fulfill the criteria to be born as a human being, you'll be reborn as a human being. Yeah. So it's not a zero-sum game. Oh, if he, if they win, then we lose. No. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you hit the mark, you can be reborn as a human being. And This actually points to that. So few people want to cultivate feel easier to just go to a concert hall, sing and dance, and feel good. And easier. And not so easy to say, oh, spend time every week come and learn. And then, the teaching pointing out our mistake. The teacher keep pointing out our mistake. The text keep pointing out our mistake. Doesn't feel good. Yeah, you Go to another place, wow, keep praising you, tell you, wow. Is, yeah but what to do? It is like if you are sick and you go to the doctor, do you expect the doctor to tell you about your condition? Or do you want to, like you are, you are not feeling well, then you go to the doctor. Imagine you go to the doctor and then the doctor look at you then say, how are you today? And then you tell him, not feeling well. Then what if, if the doctor say, no, I think you look quite good. You look quite good. Oi, what's wrong? oh I'm having a headache no you don't know why you're having a headache you look very good I'm having flu also no lah it's not flu don't worry it's not flu yeah 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 perfectly ok but uh, I, I'm having all this no this is not mucus don't be so silly you are perfectly healthy think about it if you are sick and you go and see a doctor and the doctor do this? How would how would you feel? You would think that the doctor is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But in real life, when people point out our mistake, oh, oh, what are, you, what are you trying to do? Yeah, wow, oh, you don't make me feel good. You don't give me face. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I say this not 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 you all, you know. Sometimes also have this fault. Yeah. Yeah. Last time when I ordained, then some seniors point out my mistake. Oh. And honestly, it was not so much about face, but somehow it just don't feel good, you know. Even even when some when I was I remember when I was in the US, some fellow monks asked me, out of concern, hey, you don't look too well. Uh, are you not feeling well? I, I note that in my mind, well, I felt a bit not, not so happy. I felt a bit upset. You know. well, why do you say that I'm sick? Huh? Yeah, I was so surprised with this thought. Yeah, I didn't say it out, but in my mind, uh, this thought arise. Then I was like, oh, so strange. Why, why is that such a thought? Then later I learned that, oh, we have very subtle attachment to our health we have that ego, you know, Yeah, that the subtle ego is I'm healthy, I'm, a, I'm, I'm good in all ways. So even when someone tells us that oh, we don't look so well, or well, we may feel hurt. Yeah. We may feel hurt. So all this points to attachment. Yeah, points to attachment. Ru Ru Xing San Yuan. So, from the top, uh, we are born as a human being, we can encounter the Buddha's teaching and so on. So, we have all the wholesome conditions. Yeah, we have wholesome conditions. We have the Buddha Dharma, we have good spiritual friendship, yeah, we have all the conditions to learn and practice. Yeah, but I haven't done uh wholesomeness I uh, haven't done good yet. Chi zhong Ku Bi Bi Fu wei so by the time the 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 earlier mention all those sufferings yeah all those sufferings come and uh oppress us then at that point in time hmm, what am I going to do? Yeah. what am I going to do? Hmm. now is the time Yeah, now is the time the golden opportunity is now Dun. yes, the yellow yellow square here we are but I don't know where you all are huh? some of you are maybe here, here Some of you are here, 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 I don't know where. Not easy to uh, persist in this also. Uh, Have y'all ever hesitated in helping people? And then, by the time you you decide to to help someone, then the conditions are not there anymore. Yeah. Have you all encountered that? Uh, if you have not, then I'm very happy for you uh, that you didn't you know miss the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, once or twice in a bus or in a train. Yeah, I ever not so much that I'd want to stand up, but sometimes the person walk too fast, huh? Then by the time you walk, walk past really. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or sometimes sometimes in the train I see someone come in and I want to stand up, then someone else stand up. Mm. Of course, it doesn't mean we should get angry Hey why you stand up? Why? So smart huh? <laughs> No. But instead uh, if you have that thought to help and somebody else help, oh, we should rejoice in the person doing the good deed. Yeah? It doesn't have to be, oh, it must be me doing the good deed. Yeah? If it's not me doing the good deed, then I get upset. Yeah? Whoever takes the opportunity from me, I'm upset. Then, instead of merit, we have demerit. Instead of wholesomeness, we have unwholesomeness. Initially we have the wholesome intent I want to help. Be it help person A or person B or a uh, group of people, I want to help. This is a wholesome intent. Uh, if somebody else offer or the conditions change and someone someone else managed to fulfill those uh, duties or the wholesome deeds. Well instead of, instead of giving rise to anger, yeah, because we couldn't help out, we should take the opportunity to rejoice. Yeah. Because, why? If you get upset for not getting to do it, then it means that, if, not everybody agree, huh? but it, to me it means that our focus is not on the recipient. Our focus is on ourselves. Whether I get to do it or not whether I am the one who do it that's why we get upset why am I not the one to do it of course we should have that effort to say I want to do it but if you there are no conditions then why should you be upset instead if your focus is on that person the person receiving benefit as long as the person receive benefit you should be happy then there's no reason for you to get upset over wholesome deeds. Yes. Sui si To rejoice in the good that people are doing. Yeah. Just imagine yourself as a doctor. Yeah. A car accident. And then you are quite a few cars away. And then you notice that there's a car accident. You pump your car. You walk over. But before you reach the patient, another doctor arrives so should you, hey, hey, hey I saw him first huh <laughs> why who are you to give him CPR I give him CPR <laughs> then it's very clear who you are focusing on yeah? are you focusing on the accident victim or are you focusing on yourself yeah. in real life not many of us will be saving someone in a car accident not all of us are doctors yeah, but in our day to day interaction with others, it's not uh, an accident victim. Yeah. It can be a service to somebody. It can be um, a help for someone. Yeah. Whatever it is, keep this in mind. What is our focus? Yeah, what is our focus? So, so there are a few sides to this now. Uh. So ru sing san yuan wei wei So uh, just now I mentioned the part about if you cannot do it then someone else do it, you should rejoice. Yeah, but here it's talking about slightly different. Yeah. This part is about how for someone who um, do not uh, didn't put in the effort to do good. Yeah? Yeah, and if you have all the wholesome conditions and you didn't do good, what are you gonna do when when your 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 karmic uh, those uh, uh, past deeds ripen? Yeah, what are you gonna do when you are oppressed by suffering? Then you try to do good, too late. Cannot do good. Yeah, cannot do good difficult to do so, if, uh, if you have never done any good, but repeatedly uh, doing, accumulating all the, uh, all the actions, all the karma of, uh, all the negative karma, unwholesome karma, various types, then what happened? Uh, you will or, here they, they translate is, is it 100 million? Uh, 100 million aeons one aeon is a long long time already 100 million million is six zero, then 100 so 8-0 Wow. Even if you don't talk about eons, ah, 800, uh, even if you don't talk about that, 100 million years. Even 100 million years is a long time, ah. <laughs> Here it's talking about 100 million eons. Can you imagine 100 million eons? Ming. Mm. Yeah, You are not hear of the name you won't even hear of the name of the, the wholesome destination wow so in our human realm, we hear about all the different realms Yeah. so we are like at the uh, posting depot, you know yeah, you can make a choice, and all the sutras the Buddha, uh, the Buddha is known as the knower of the world loka vidu Mm. loka is world, widow is the knower, knower of the world. loka widow, yeah, with like chant. So, last time when I learned, when I read the translation, the knower of the world. What does it mean? What does it mean by knower of the world? Then later I realized that it is that he knows. He knows about the various realms. He knows the cause of the various realms. He knows how the various realms can come to an end. He knows how to end the various realms. So by sharing with us the knowledge of the various realms, the the causes of the various realms, the Buddha is in other words sharing with us, okay, how how is it that a person is reborn in the lower realm? you know how right you avoid this then you get you don't get reborn that you don't get reborn there that's how you don't get reborn there the real way not to get reborn there is to make sure you don't have all those seeds that is pointing there or you cultivate your mind to be so wholesome that you don't connect with those actions that has been done already. Yeah. So, a long time ago, uh, someone who is very into the tea farming, wow, read the Kisgaba, uh, Bodhisattva Sutra, yeah, wow, so happy about it. So I told the person, but you know, do you know the meaning of this sutra? Yeah. On the inside, behind it says, oh, you must make the, the sculpture of the Bodhisattva, then if you make the sculpture, you have so much merits, yeah, you must pay respect to the... Know, oh, that's, that's good, but do you know why Buddha tells you about all the different realms? Yeah. In the sutra, Kisigaba Bodhisattva, there's a lot of description of the lower realms causes of the various realms it's actually a sutra for us, to tell us don't do all these things, otherwise you go down there That this is the entry requirement <laughs> this is the ticket to hell, this is the ticket to hungry ghost realm this is the ticket to uh, animal realm yeah. don't buy these tickets, please So here, if you are, if you have not accumulated merit, so from here it seems like to be able to even hear about the name of the wholesome destination, you need to have some merits. Huh? You need to have some merits. We can actually see this. This is evident in our life here in Singapore also uh like you you, you, you do this ex- you do this experiment. You text your friend or you when you go to work you ask them uh, those who are Buddhist. Yeah? If they are not active Buddhists and you ask them do you know where do you know have you heard of Buddhist library? <laughs> Maybe for some of you before you attend this class you also don't know <laughs> what is Buddhist library. But it's not your fault, huh? But it's just somehow f- 4 5 million people staying in this small island. yeah. Maybe Buddhist library is quite small. But you know, Kong Ming San? Yeah, uh, I have students who, when the last time they asked me where, is, where, where I'm at, and I told them Kong Ming San, Bokasi, and they are, where is that? Huh? You don't know? <laughs> yeah, but there are people who don't know so uh, many times it has to do with association yeah Uh, the friends the circles that we are with then you you know about this place know about that place yeah um there are some people all their friends are into karaoke you know go and go to this pub go to that night spot yeah friends are wow good friends always Hey chill hey, hey. chill, hey there's a new new place. My friend opened one door. Come, come let's go let's go. Wow, then go there, drink some red wine, chat. Long long time ago when I was working, this this friend asked to meet meet up with me. Then do you know where to meet up meet me uh, if I don't recall wrongly? Uh pack. So there was there's this bistro there and then meet there and then she have uh wine and I'm like <laughs> so different you know, different spheres. So even in our life here in Singapore you have different circles of friends and if you get into a circle of friends who are all Buddhist or who who doesn't have to be Buddhist, uh, Who are into doing, let's say, social work, charity. And hey, then you start to know more and more friends who are like that. Then your free time will become more and more occupied helping people. Then suddenly you look at Singapore, eh, hey, quite a nice place, oh. <laughs> Whereas if, if your whole circle kind of friends are all just going karaoke all the time, then you, you start to think, whole oh, Singapore is just karaoke. So for those who have not done any wholesome dips but do all the various unwholesome ones, don't even get to hear the name of the wholesome destination. Mm. But now that you all have heard the wholesome destination, ah, so reading the sutras is good. Plant the seed. Plant it deep inside. Then nourish it. So that's the sixth recollection, the Buddha gave the teaching. Uh, Buddha Nusati, Dhamma Nusati, Sangha Nusati, Tien. <coughs> yeah. So uh, recollection of the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, then precepts, Sila Nusati, then Dana Nusati. Yeah. So then the last one is recollection of the heavenly states. Yeah, So some people think that, hey, how come in Buddhism we will not think about the God for what? Yeah. Actually, the the full practice is this. Uh, the context of this is, if a person is in danger, uh, then the person can do this this uh, practice to calm themselves down by thinking, recollecting the qualities of the Buddha. Uh, the person becomes mm. grounded. Dharma Sangha, Buddha Dharma Sangha, Triple Gem. Then from the Triple Gem, extend to the precepts. And you should reflect I have observed the precepts to this purity. And the Buddha has assured if a person observes the precepts, the rebirth is uh, wholesome, it's good. Then, even if there's danger, okay, so be it. If this life I have to die, then Next life is a should. Yeah. Then uh, to reflect on the the uh, doing good, yeah, dana. Likewise mm. those who have done dana, future life is a should. Then the last one is a combination of these two. Yeah. That those heavenly beings are reborn in those states precisely because of this this uh, the triple gem and the sila and the dana. So, what, I, what do I have to fear? <laughs> yeah, what do I have to fear? Yeah. But for this, in this case, much to fear, huh? Okay, any questions? Uh, no questions? You know, do you want to go and try the homework? Yeah. So, every day, when you meditate, <coughs> send me a text. Yeah. Or if you prefer, uh, you can send me a WhatsApp first, I'll send you the link, you click, and you'll be added into the chat group. Yeah. Then after that, whenever you meditate throughout the day, don't worry, don't don't be afraid. Wow, silly. I only med- meditate for half an hour. There are people who will write seven minutes, three minutes, maho ho. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, so uh I'm gonna, let me put in the So you can send it to this.
1: Hmm.
0: Then I'll send you the link and you can add yourself to the chat group. Then after that you can yeah, you can uh, what do you call that? Post your daily meditation. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh
1: encouraging her say that you don't finish 50 plus 16 Yeah. Hey, the I think like these things, <laughs> I We I treats all that, what you like, find it Hmm.
0: it is different uh, but you may want to consider whether uh, you can find someone else to talk to her mm. yeah so even for uh, uh, Shifu I, I learn different things but there's one thing I learned. Uh, I'm not always the best person to give advice. Yeah, so I have to consider. We have to consider uh, the relation with that person. Um, who, who does this person listen to? Hmm. Yeah, this is the crucial condition. Otherwise, otherwise, sometimes. Uh, we say, yeah. So, if we are not the right person, I'm not saying you are not the right person, but from what you not describe, uh, maybe you don't have to think of it as that you are not convincing, but um, sometimes it's just the wrong conditions. Yeah. So sometimes the person, um, the person, the more you explain to her, the more the person may feel uh, the need to s- stay on his... You know. uh, I kept sending
1: her the... Uh. Once that I sent her the meditation that one day just that whenever would read I try to let her read herself. Oh. Meditation, you know, in the a lot of the meditation
0: notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. So sometimes it's good to focus help her focus on what she's doing first. For example, uh, if I encounter someone who is currently doing that, I will probably tell the person that you know this is a very good practice you should continue. you should continue um, counting uh, but it no no. I mean, I'm not not criticizing your approach, uh, but I'm just sharing with you that sometimes if you go in too strongly, if we go in too strongly and try to suggest to the person, even if it's the truth, I agree with you what you're trying to tell her, but if you tell her in that that way, she may feel that you're criticizing her practice, even if that's not, not your intention. She may feel then a need to defend her practice. Yeah. Because, surely she benefited from it, to some degree, that's why she continued doing it. So, instead of, going from that angle, another approach, yeah, if you have the opportunity to try, is, to praise, to, to, to rejoice in what she's doing, then, then, she will not be so defensive. Yeah. Uh, then you can highlight to her that, hey, uh, and and maybe maybe find those sutras trust that actually talk about the benefits of meditation for her to go and <laughs> If she's always, if let's say uh, she she copy Amituoji, uh is very brief, yeah, Dao, uh, very brief. So most people don't get it. But you go and get her some text that is very thorough description of samadhi. Then, as she's copying, she will read mah. So oh, she is she at Fu mm-hmm. Then. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, then it's hard for you to yeah. just step in and try to convince her ma.
1: But uh, she did try meditation during. But has,
0: she, but, but has she attended or gone for any classes to learn meditation? She, she
1: finds it hard to see.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the point that many people don't realize. Uh, if a person can just sit and then attain jhana, then you don't have to learn. The whole part of learning is because you can't do it, then you will learn. Yeah. Uh, those who first go for a swimming class... Cannot swim, that's why you need to go and learn. So you cannot sit, that's why you must go and learn. How to sit. Uh, but Sifu can say that, la, you cannot say that. I
1: try to encourage her to get Okay. The uh. labor uh.
0: So Buddha Dhamma, Sangha, then precepts, then Dāna, yeah. That means the practice of giving. Then uh, heavenly states, yeah, Heavenly beings, heavenly beings. Uh, <laughs>
1: 愿消三障诸烦恼，愿消三障诸烦恼，愿得智慧真明了。<愿消三代煤惱。laughs> 不愿罪障惜消除
0: Quite silly. Till we meet again, we may be guarded and protected by the Buddha, Dharma, and the Sangha. Saa. As yes, always, quite, quite.